Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent talk about it grant's not on camera right now because his camera's turned off i might just leave it like that hello everybody terry bennett and now there's grant goodwin sideline to sideline brought to you by si design and printing you saw their video or heard it uh, in the pre-game or pre-show whatever you want to call that we do appreciate them look at all this ink on my hand are we still in ink gate this was a big thing on the 3a show by the way no it's like everywhere i don't see Some any bizarre. ink how can you not see that i don't see any ink. okay all over. So, how whatever. did you break a pen? I didn't break the pen. It's just, it just I think it's leak. hot in here because it's 120 degrees <laughs> with the lights. Yeah. By the way, you don't see where you're sitting, but all the studio lights. Oh, yeah. And then it's 100 and, I don't know, 28 degrees outside. And then this Got studio a, is kind of naturally warm anyway. Yeah. So, it makes a pen bleed. Yeah. That's the one negative about so my what? physics or. Is that, <laughs> Chemistry or physics? I don't know. Social science? Social studies? My social science tells me <laughs> that <laughs> pens will bleed at 115 hey, degrees. Hey, we saw. And it's 130 in here right we, now. We learned that. It's if, all on my hands. We learned if you put a Dr. Pepper behind a grill when it's 118 outside, it will explode up the top. And it just happens. It happened last, or week Lorena, before last. In yeah, Lorena, Lorena, yeah, Lorena, yeah, I Wood. thought Al Qaeda hit us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're going to hit Texas, hit the Dr. Pepper can. It'll piss us all off. <laughs> anyway, that is Grant Goodwin. I'm Terry, but this is Sideline to Sideline, the Class 4A edition, where we talk football, 4A style in Texas. Coach X writes in. We basically review the week that was and preview the week that is. And we're going to have fun this, uh, after, or this afternoon. It's now night. Uh, get to talk a little football out west with what Monahans did. Uh, we're going to talk about Waco. Hey, Waco Connolly might have been one of the bigger, like, gr- you know, that's we knew they were good, but wow. Uh, West Orange start. We talked about them last week. Good call on that one, by the way. Good call on the K- Gilmer game. Now, Gilmer lost, but I was, I had, I had Kilgore after what they did against Carthage. I thought they were going to roll. You called it. It was going to be close, and it was as close. I said Gilmer would win, though. Yeah, but you still get, you get just as much credit, in my opinion, when you're picking a game like well, that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, Stephenville forgot Let's have to an score audio this week. Hug. 
What's the wait? Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's that? Audio hug. You hug your mic. I hug my mic. It's like looking at the same moon together when we're a continent away. You know what? On that note, we'll be right back here on sideline to sideline, the four A show, brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. We got a new sponsor alert. Uh, We want to thank Small Town Society, uh, based out of Franklin, Texas. They're also going to be a title sponsor of the Franklin Coaches Show. Uh, You can find them online at shopsmalltownsociety.com. They they sell women's attire. Uh, They're high quality. They do it with screen printing. That's not going to, you know, like some of the shirts we get – Free, we love them, but some of them you throw in the. What are you about to say? I can see that. I'm not saying anything. <sighs> Read the ad. But uh, you know, sometimes within two washes they're gone. They're faded. They, the shrinks. The, the shirts have shrunk. They're not going to do that. Uh, they have multiple collections of female attire. They have hats and accessories. They have holiday inspirational Texas. They have game day, and that's what we want to focus on. Uh, so go to small shop smalltownsociety.com forward slash collections forward slash game day, and they've got really four things, but one of them sold out. They've got three great things. Things, including one or two of them that are in support of Franklin, Texas. Uh, but also they have great uh, – the, the, I like their Tis the Season uh, sweater. I, I know I know it's September and it's pumpkin spice. I promise you it will be cold at some point during the football season, ladies. So you want to check out the Tis the Season uh, sweater. <laughs> God. It's one of those nights, Lord. man. Uh, they got a football Perhaps hat. I should read these ads. Maybe you should. They, they've got, like I said, they have other selections. Like they have great uh, pumpkin shirts for holiday. Uh, they have a spooky shirt. They have a Texas skull. They have a gobble gobble. They have it all. So check out shopsmalltownsociety.com. And next week we'll have a video ad to go along with me just rambling. Let's keep on rambling. Let's go to what happened last week in 4A. Did it, did it, did it, did it, 4A football. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, let's go Brownwood 56, Marble Falls 7. Man, let me let me tell you this. Brownwood has been, they're 2-0 and now. Yeah. What a surprise they have been. We thought they lost a lot, right? And they did, but Ike Hall is a dual threat quarterback for Brownwood. He scored the game's first points on a 95-yard touchdown pass, and then he also had a 65-yard touchdown run. Ike Hall is easily becoming one of the toughest quarterbacks to defend in Class 4A right now. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we've talked about some of the things we've seen in 3A already. We saw Cash McCollum, 4A China Spring quarterback, state champion. And I Hall, I, I I'm not going to say he's better than or worse than, but he, there's just certain guys that when they play – it takes everything for the opponent to stop them, and even then they don't stop them. Right. And sometimes it, you just can't explain it. Sometimes it's it, it's it's the measurables. You can see it. Sometimes you can't. With I, with I call, it's everything. But I want to point out, and I know they haven't played the greatest teams, but Abilene Wiley made the playoffs last year. Um, I want to point out that in two games – They've given up 28 points, so they're basically right. averaging 14 points against. If if they continue to do even that 
maybe 21 points a game. Brownwood's playing a long time in the playoffs because I call yeah. I call is going to score you 35 points a game. Uh, easily, easily. And I've been to Brownwood's, you know, Gordon Wood Stadium a few times. Yeah. That's on your bucket list. That's you on my bucket been list. Yet. The Brownwood entrance into the stadium is an all-time classic. Yeah. In that tunnel with the strobe lights going off. Don't they have like a bridge and then or they something? Have, no, well, so it's a they, they have a tunnel yeah. that they built, an actual tunnel that they built, and it has a strobe light inside, mm-hmm. and then they have the fog on the outside, but the fog is trapped inside this door yeah. that slowly like comes down as they walk out, and it is the coolest thing. And I can't... I, I, when I say it was Metallica, I think uh, it is over at the loudspeakers, and it is one of the best entrances of all Texas high school football. So you got to check that out. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to Brownwood this year and go see a game at uh, Dude, at uh, Gordonwood. Their three game stretch coming up after this one is mm-hmm. crazy. Glenn Rose, mm-hmm. Connolly, Stephenville. Ooh, which one of those are at home? Uh, Connolly and Stephenville. Okay. Okay, we're going to one of the two of those. Yeah, that's not just because we want to see the stadium, but that's two good matchups. Right. If Brownwood out of that three can come out one and two and relatively healthy and be competitive in those two losses mm-hmm. or come out two and one or come out three and oh, watch out for Brownwood. They're the real deal. All right, let's go down to Edna 28, Bay City 21. Bay City's quarterback, Alex Estrada, he was a um, bright spot as he ran for 164. Four yards, I think it was on eighteen keepers, uh, but that Bay City defense kind of held Bay City in check. Yeah, you know, the, the, we talked more about in depth in this game on the three A show because of Edna. But as I said then, you know, this is the same game they lost last year by almost the exact same score. But for me, this was a little bit more impressive for Edna because I, I think what Robert Jones is doing in Bay City. Uh, with, with that offense, with Jada Andrews, with Alex Estrada, with, with a defense that at times can be very underrated. They gave up 27 against Sweeney. They gave up 28 against Edna. Uh, they're going to walk through Worthing this week. But in, in next week or two weeks, they've got Sealy, and, and then they hit that district. And we've talked about 12-4A Division One is going to be another tough one. I know El Campo's 0-2, but when Oliver Miles gets back, you're going to see a different Campo El Campo team. Uh, yeah, I, I still I'm still as high on on the Black Cats as we were coming into the season. All right, how about Madisonville 26, Navasota 16. Nata, uh, Navasota actually outgained Madisonville 281 to 221 of total offense, but Madisonville knows how to run the football. They know how to run the football and they know how to play defense. They gave up 14 against Dieball, they gave up 16 against Nav- uh, Navasota even though they got outscored. I I or do not outscored. I mean outgained, excuse me. I I still worry though we saw it against Columbus last year. Yeah, and that's another that's in Columbus this year. I, I'm still worried that they don't do enough offensively in the in the games when they play an offense that can score on them, but other than uh-huh. that, a 2-0 start, you can't ask for much better. They got Fair uh, Fairfield Caldwell and Livingston before that Columbus game. They're one of those districts that only have four district games. Uh, but, man, it, you look at the four teams in there, and you've got Waco Conley. That might be – if we don't go see Waco and Brown uh, Brownwood, that that could be a good juicy district yeah. game of Madisonville versus uh, Waco Conley and Waco. Uh, that'll be week nine, so we'll kind of know. And then you still got Salado. We talked about them. I mean, this is this is a really interesting district this year. Yeah. All right, let's go to three quick hitters real quick. Monahan's 49, Great Andrews win. 27. Monahan's now 2-0. I can't remember who it was. Andrews beat somebody uh, in week one that was 
kind of a surprise. And we talked about Andrews in the preview shows. And we said, hey, they're going to be a little bit better this year. But they started off the year. Hang on, I'm pulling it up real quick. Yeah, Canyon Randall. Yeah. And Randall's a playoff team. And Randall has a lot of starters coming back. And they beat them 32-21. to 21. And so for Monahan's to hold them to 27 points, I'm very impressed. Good game for the Lobos. Yeah, and putting up 49. I don't know. That maybe might think that uh, Monahan's is one of the region favorites out there. How about uh, Decatur now 2 and 0 though they have played. Yeah, that's... you know, they lost to Ryder 38 to 14 this week. Uh they played uh, a really good Anna team. An Anna team last that week. somehow might actually be better at the end of the day than I, last year's. I think I look, I went back and watched that Decatur Anna game 2 weeks ago and I will say that Anna is better than they were last year. I and Decatur hung in there, though. Oh, and yeah. They hung in there this week, and Nate Palmer is the real deal. They're fine. Uh, yeah, they'll be fine. They're the, just they playing might, a murderer's and, row and there's of a, a good, schedule right now. And there's a good chance they're going to be 0-3 after this week. Yeah, very well could be. All right, Corpus Christi Miller, 35, El Campo, 7. El Campo's now 0-2 uh, as well. but uh, Oliver Miles hasn't played. Yeah. They're in a new system. They'll figure it out. Yeah, they got to figure it out on defense, though. Yeah, it's not that, as much that's, offensively. And that's becoming, Their defense is just—I mean, it—you know—it was kind of the same song and dance last well, year. Well, I'm about to say we're their talking now through three, three coaching regimes. The defense has been one of their biggest issues. Yeah. three different schemes, three different blah blah blahs. Everything they've got to figure that out. I still think they'll be okay though. I, I think they will be, but they still got to figure it out. I agree. Defense if they're going to make it out of this region. All right, how about Silsby 41, Huffman Hargrave 14. Silsby kind of got off to a slow start. Uh, but their quarterback, Michael Moser, ended up going 15 to 27 for 239 yards passing. Uh, and then Ashton Cartwright had six catches for 97 yards. And Draylon Miller had four catches for 62 yards. Draylon Miller is unstoppable. When you throw in Ashton Cartwright, putting up almost 100 yards receiving. Yeah. And then the running game they have. Silsby and Anna right now are the two most impressive teams I've seen. Uh, when going back and looking at uh, games played in Class 4A uh, the first two weeks. And this is a game that I think in other years, you know, Huffman Hargrave kind of frustrated them early. They weren't getting the ball to Miller. And we've seen a Silsby team sometimes not react well to that. Michael Mosier, first off, we talk about Miller and we talk about Cartwright, but let's talk about Mosier. He's really solid. He's big. He's six foot two, And I just feel like this is a game that a couple years ago – they might have won, but it had been like 21 to 17 or something. Mm -hmm. They figured it out. They made the adjustments, and they ended up rolling. And I know Huffman Hargrave isn't what they were two years ago, but they're close. They're a younger team, and that's what they do. They kind of reload after a couple years. And yeah. so, I, again, I thought this was a very a sneaky quality win for them. All right. How about Salinas, 77, Jeez. Bishop Lynch, 41. You know Harrison Williams, a running back for Salina, 326 yards on 24 carries yeah and this salina offense racked up over 600 yards of total offense yeah this is an offense that's got young running backs has a good solid offensive line that just needs snaps and i, I we both thought that they would beat lynch but I, i'm telling you man 77 that's like okay salina was supposed to struggle a little bit as they figure things out offensively and through two games they really haven't struggled yeah i you know went back last week and watched salina's uh when uh, a few days ago in week one and was very impressed. Their offensive line was getting movement up front. Yeah. Uh, defensively, at times they struggled, but their linebackers, when it mattered, were really 
plugging the gaps. Yeah, 100% agree. All right, Kilgore, 24. Gilmer, 23. The Bulldogs win on a field goal in the last few seconds of this game. Well, and it all started when Gilmer missed an extra point. Mm -hmm. Uh, The last score, Gilmer scores with a couple minutes left. They missed the extra point. Hey, give Gilmer credit. I, I I didn't I didn't mean to come across like I was burying them last week. I just felt that sound like you were burying them. I know, and sometimes I, I get that way. But uh, I, I felt that with how Kilgore had played Carthage, I was trying to say it was more of what I thought Carthage was going to do. Uh-huh. And you and I talked about, it, and yes, we we know Chapel Hill's offense is on another level. But you and I were just like, man, yeah, they're on another level. But dude, Chapel Hill, had it some was guys. the defense for Gilmer. That's what I'm you saying. Like, That's what I'm saying. How's this team? How's this Gilmer team going to even stop Kilgore? Anybody? But Kilgore does things different than Chapel Hill, and, and so you want to talk about what bodes well for Gilmer is. Kilgore is closer to Pleasant Grove scheme and style-wise than Chapel Hill. And after it's all said and de- done, before Gilmer does anything in the playoffs, they got to take care of Pleasant Grove. So I yeah, I think this bodes well for Kilgore. And, I mean, for Gilmer. And great game by Kilgore, too. Because it's also, you, you can make the case that, hey, Kilgore just came off of playing what we consider the best team in the state within three points, and they could have had theirs in the dirt. They could have been, or just felt like the, the, not as much energy because it's just Gilmer. It's weird saying that, but great game by both these teams. I'm impressed with I both these teams. I don't think Kilgore said it's just Gilmer, though. Uh, Kil- I mean, hang on. Kilgore coach. It's just Gilmer. <laughs> so, yeah. But, no, I, very, I I'm like impressed with – I would like to see that quote. I'll show it to you later. Can I see that quote? I'll show it to you later. Just trust me. Just trust me. Just trust me. The Twitter. No, no. Let's. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll okay. have to go through a committee. But no, I, I'm very impressed with both of these teams after this game. All right. How about Aubrey 42? Or I'm sorry, Anna 42, Aubrey zero. Again, man, Anna is one of the most impressive teams, and I that I've seen in it, class 4A it, so far. Isn't it crazy how they've almost mirrored Melissa, and that they've been in 4A for a while? They were good, but not great. Now they're great, and then they're going to be they, in 5A next year. And they lost. Two D one dudes, yeah, the you quarterback lose Ethan and the Bullock running back and uh, Jambri Dubar. Yeah. Um, you yeah. lose those two guys. You and I, I remember us because we thought that they were going, they had a chance to go, and when they fell short, I remember us going, "Man, that you hate to see that because that was maybe that one that was their one shot." No, you know, they no, got more they're, dudes. They're, and, and they just look deeper this year. Yeah. All right, Belleville thirty eight, Stafford zero. No big shock, but what is a shock that the Belfield defense. Shut out Stafford. Are, are you getting to the point with Belleville, though, that we've seen this in the off se- or the regular season for a while. Now let's see it in the playoffs. Because, you know, last year I, I thought, in fact, I said it in our playoffs. There's a lot of show. teams like that. Though. Oh, yeah, there is. But I'm just saying because we're talking about them. They're the ones we're talking about now. But I, I just remember feeling that legitimately they were going to win. I, I thought they were going to go at least go to state last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought that that team, you know, you had everything you wanted. After losing two great running backs, they were better last year than they were the year before. And they start out 11-0, and and they're ripping and roaring. And then Madisonville. Yeah, a good team. We saw them. We were impressed, but Madisonville beat them. So I'm impressed with this, like you said, uh, holding them scoreless. But they did hold them scoreless last year too. Uh, we'll see in a couple weeks. We'll see in a couple weeks. We'll see in the district, of course, as well. Uh, this is a hell of a district this year. All right, how about this one here? Um, Connolly 48, La Vega 40. Uh, I'm very impressed. Huh? Very impressed. I'm impressed by the 48 points that Kiefer Sibley and that that group put up against La Vega, but for the Conley defense to give up 40 gives me a little bit of a pause. Yeah, I, I you know, we'll, we'll have to see where this tracks going forward. Um, 
You and I have talked about this before. But for what it is right now in week two, that gives me a lot of pause. Well, on but the hang Conley on, let me defense. finish. Let me finish. Okay. Again. This is a rivalry so, game. <laughs> Whoa. This is a <laughs> this is a rivalry game. And and we've seen this how many times where you kind of throw out what they do. And you're just this is a back and forth game. Now the great thing is, is we're gonna find out pretty quick because they've got Yo, China Spring, and Brownwood. Back to back to back. So if this defense is continually giving up forty points, well, they've they already played Cameron. No, they played Cameron this week. Do they? Oh, that's they right. played Mahalia week I'm one. I'm sorry. Yeah, they yeah, played that's Mahalia right. week one. That's right. Um, but uh, so we'll see. I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying right now I chalk it up to that's a rivalry game. Those I, yeah, but I no, you you make a great point. Yeah, I just you know rivalry games is great and all, but if you are who you think you are and you're a region threat yeah. and you're a state finalist or a state champion rivals or not I know you gonna, come out and you just lay the wood okay i'm just gonna i'm just gonna compare it like this and i'm not saying they're this so please i know you now will jump on that but 2000 baltimore ravens wrong are, 2000 baltimore ravens are pretty much considered one of the top three defenses of all time they had a game early in the year where they had to win 35 31 that's why i'm saying let's just see we'll know here in the next three weeks <laughs> the ravens you, I should have never. I know it's too late tonight for you to have any kind of conference. Right, Melissa, right 63. China Spring, 33. Went about like what we thought it could Yeah, be. I mean, you know, Melissa's likely the best team in Class 4A, what, Division 2? 5A Division 2. Is it? Or 5A Division 2 or 1? I, I can't remember. Uh, but, you know, China Spring hung in there. They got down way more than 20 points, I think. Yeah. Not way more, but down 28, 35, something but like that. But how much is that one of those where you're playing a team that's deeper than you and we're and getting you got beat. a lot more dudes we get, on yeah, all the playmaking all, side of it. So let's we get down early. Let's just go ahead and start working in some other guys and, I, and this stuff. takes no shine off of no. China Spring right no, now. They all. are still a favorite to make it but this wants to, to remi- the state final. I, I, so, I, mean. I do want to say this. It reminds you, you and I talk about the difference between like 3A Division One to 4A Division Two. Can It's there, but it's not there there. The difference between 4A Division One and 5A Division Two top 10 teams – it's it. There's a there's a big chasm because of the depth, and especially in a program like M- M- Melissa that's averaged twelve but wins Melissa's a year. Different because they got depth and they've got dudes exactly. everywhere but I'm saying, so on every, the off side, offensive side yes, of the ball. Exactly, but I'm just which, saying that just points out to me that you know we always get into the what ifs. This is what this is why five A yeah. Division two is it, there's a there's a bigger gap in my opinion. Yeah. All right. The last one we have on the four uh, A review is Stephenville fourteen, Everman seven. This is a weird game, dude. Yeah, Stephenville overcame like three turnovers, but put up five hundred yards of total and, offense, and two eighty six passing, and two thirty two rushing. And this is why I say this is the exact opposite of Conley Conley La Vega, but this is an old rival, and sometimes in these games. The score, and we were just talking about this earlier, the score doesn't match what you see. Uh, yeah, it was a seven-point game, and give Everman credit. They, they created turnovers, but you go look at the stats, and, and boy, if Stephenville would have lost that game, they'd have been kicking themselves for weeks because they, right. I don't want to say they dominated Everman, but there was never any doubt when I went, I mean, I, of course, I already knew the score, but still, they were just watching the, the, the playback. There wasn't a lot of doubt who was going to win that game. Stephenville just is, kept getting in their own way. This is a game I'm going to go back and watch tomorrow, okay. by the way, online. You so. always watch everything the day after the show. That's kind of weird. I think well, you're I doing just, that wrong. 
I know. I should. Well, be I mean, doing usually on Monday you're in Mexico anyway, so I'm just surprised right. you always show up at Tuesday at and then five I gotta get the my uh, antibiotics the next day. So, Speaking yeah. of antibiotics, Coach X is going to be joining us next on his faxing in. Uh, we're also going to preview for a week three, and we'll do all that when we come back. What? Oh, I thought no, you were I'm just going to we'll say Stingville Decatur on the preview. Oh yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, we'll figure that now. All right, sideline to sideline four edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that's sideline to sideline. With the 4A preview, that means it's also time to talk a little Coach X as he has faxed in his weekly thing. Uh, so this is interesting, and it actually involves his his uh, intro, his diatribe actually involves some 4A football. So that dude on Smokey that's all high and mighty from Lindell says that the dude with the beard looks like he sounds. Is that a good thing? Still haven't figured that out. Grant has no beard, so that has to be Terberry he's talking about. Or maybe he's saying Terrence is a beard for a lesbian girl. Some people don't understand that definition. That wouldn't be a bad way to spend an evening, I would think, unless the girl was hot and you know that nothing's going to happen. So in which case, the night would just be some big tease. While she lives a lie in front of her parents and then goes home and drinks herself into a depression, in the meantime, you have to reevaluate your own life in the mirror and say, damn it, I got to get together and stop trying to convert lipstick lesbians to heteros. So you just end up going to college, coaching football, and writing emails for podcast. I mean, drive a truck. On with the show. All right. So it's week three, four, eight. Now it's a little bit of a smaller week. Coach I got to give him credit. He has been – I forgot to move the overlay. That's fine. He has been on point this year with his stuff. He's had all year. Has he, though? The thing I'm concerned about – so I was doing some studying. So Coach X has been an offensive coordinator for 15 years. Mm -hmm. He has has what he calls a revolutionary offense, the punt and two. So I started looking. I saw him punt when his team was fourth and two inside the opponent's eight yard line and called. I don't know who this is. Maybe the head coach. No, this is. I've been. I've confirmed. Yeah, they 
they punted to pin him down well, inside the one. And then he gets mad at the punter because he, he kicked realize. it out of bounds. I mean, <laughs> how can you get mad at him? But anyway, so I was doing research. So in 15 years, his team has gained 1,000 yards and had 37 first downs. In and how many? Years. 15, 15 years. years. Yeah. Now, we know there's no playoff games in that. It's only been 10 games. But anyway. I think you're uh, you're pulling my leg here. No, I'm not. I'll show you later on the he tape. Had like 400. Last, heck, he had 700 and some odd yards the first week. Okay, don't. I'm not saying the exact I mean, total. Well, I mean, you okay, this is the second show, third show of the night we've recorded, so Grant's a little <laughs> loosey-goosey. Maybe. We're going to have to get that email from Coach that we get once a year. Hey, guys. I just don't want him saying, maybe next look, time. you said I only gained 1,000 uh, yards. Coach X, Grant sent me all that earlier, by the way. Speaking of, i got to bring this back up. We did this on the 3A show. Uh, we, we joke about Coach X all the time, and we read the stuff, and it's all his stuff, and we rarely edit it. Sometimes we've had to. Uh, but uh, what he said, uh, I'm trying to find it because we talk a lot. Oh, his text. Yeah, so this is what he said right before the show, and, and I know he knows we're about to record. He knows our schedule, so this is perfect timing. Hey, I just saw a 400-pound woman driving a car holding an ice cream sandwich in each hand. It was amazing. And he says that with all sincerity. I know him. I know he probably just, like, lusted after her because she mm -hmm. could hold two ice cream hands at the same time while driving. <laughs> <laughs> I hope somebody's watching. <laughs> that will kill. Let's see somebody come to that. All right, let's go to the point. Do that motion again uh -oh. and turn it on the YouTube real quick. Turn if it you on were the, just turn it on do, the do YouTube. Do that motion again. <laughs> no, I'm not, playing drones. No, it wasn't it. Why was your cheeks bulging at both sides? <laughs> I didn't do um, that. Anyway, yeah, well, you well, might as well. All right, we've killed a few minutes to make this preview shacks in a little bit longer. It is a little short this week. We're, we're getting into, we're not going to just throw games up to throw games up. We, we try to get what we think are going to be the best games. And if, by the way, if you think we're, we, we can do better games, Grant and Terry at S2Sport.com and let us know beforehand, before Tuesdays, why you think your game, your team, wherever yeah. you're going should be the game of the week in, in, our, in one of those classes. All right. I want to start before you, I know where you're going to want to start, but I want to start South because that Yoakum Cuero game, Really, you're about to. I, that's what I was about to start. That game's with. been sitting. I, I don't like to go on the run. No, you don't. You never do. Areas. And I like that. But I, I, that game, I have been thinking more and more about that in that 3A show because I mm -hmm. kind of buried Yokum in it. And it's so funny because on the 3A show, I, I, you think I would, you know, Yokum's 3A, Quares 4A. But I'm kind of buying into what you're saying, man, that like, yeah, this is a rivalry game. Yokum bites Quero every few years whenever you don't think they are. Both teams are really great. Quero, of course, Mason Nataro, Dalen Gibbs, Kenneth Jackson. I feel, though, more and more like you that this – I still have Quero winning, but I think this is going to be a blow-for-blow one-possession game. This, this could be a very close game. I believe it's in Quero. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I look, this Yoakum defense has played really well this year uh, so far in the first two games. Uh, Quero's defense played well. Uh, but I, I really think that this is the most athletic team, at least speed-wise, that uh, Quero's seen this year in the oh, first no, I, two I weeks, mean, yeah, right? Uh, I would like to have seen El Campo with Miles. I think that – but, yeah, you're right. You're, I, you're right I even that, think Cuero would have taken care of El Campo even with Miles. Uh, that maybe would have counted for, I don't know, maybe one more touchdown. But, oh, I uh, disagree oh, with that. We won't get into that. Oh, I, I mean, they held El Campo to seven. Right. I, I think El Campo would have at least scored 20, 28 points. You think that I think much? Oliver Miles is that good. I think he's great. Oh, no, you I don't, don't know, think you don't, he no, can – but 
I don't, and you can't I don't quantify it, that. We're, yeah. That's all theory at yeah. this point. Yeah, it's not even worth mentioning. So um, don't mention it. Don't. <laughs> You're the one that brought it up. Well, you, you know did because you said they wouldn't, even with Oliver Miles, they would only score three points. And I'm like, no. No, 14 at most. Anyway, go ahead. All right. But I, I, to the, right now, I think the Yokum defense is going to be tested with Mason Nataro. Oh, of and course. Those guys. This is a uh, shootout game, I think. It, it could be, but I do see defenses winning this game. And give me Quero, but I think it is close within 10 points or so. Yeah, I agree. All right. Glenn Rose versus Graham Canyon Evans. You know, we talked about Glenn Rose. This is what they do. They get a great quarterback, with, and, and they build him usually from his sophomore year up. I think Evans is a sophomore. I could be wrong if I am. Let me know. Uh, but through two games, he's thrown for 500 yards. Uh, defense has been a little bit of an issue with him, but Glenn Rose never really plays like, oh, my God, defense. By the way, I, I hate to do this to Glenn Rose fans, but do you still just in moments when you're just kind of thinking of football go, God, they had Carthage. <laughs> like, I mean, just – They had them on the ropes. That is almost – Carthage did what championship Oh, yeah, no, 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 did. no, they did. I'm just saying it. it's almost like the Brock-Pleasant Grove game. Not yeah. quite as bad because Brock literally, if, he, if, if, if they call him down on the quarterback sneak and he doesn't fumble, but it wasn't too far off. Right. Anyway, sorry, Glenn Rose fans. It's just that, – that, that game just still messes with me. Let, let's go – look, I know uh, you had mentioned Glenn Rose quarterback Canyon Adams. Mm-hmm. And the receivers, uh, uh, Josiah Gronweg and uh, Adrian Sanchez. But, and Caleb Baker. And Caleb Baker. Uh, but I think the main player here in this uh, in this game is Graham's quarterback, Ty Thompson. Probably one of the best uh, uh, quarterbacks in Class 4A right now. He's fr- already in two games. He's thrown for 530 yards and ran for 220. Yeah, That's, I, I mean – that's incredible. Peyton Kinman at uh, receiver, the running back, uh, Rylan Monzi. Look, Graham hasn't played the marquee matchup just yet. I don't know if this would be the marquee matchup. No. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. But I think Graham puts their stamp on their season starting Friday night against uh, Glenn Rose. And I think Ty Thompson – and those guys uh, just waylay Glenn Rose. I, I uh, we haven't talked. We talked Graham in the preseason show, and we we're mm-hmm. very high on him. But we haven't talked in the last two weeks because they beat Bowie and they beat Springtown. By the way, right. Want to say? I uh, hope Daniel Dixon of Springtown. He's been a longtime listener of the show, big pork porcupine fan. Yeah, uh, he's going through some health issues, and he's in the hospital, and probably will be listening to this when he's in the hospital. So get better soon, buddy. Yeah, Daniel. Love you, bud. Man, get better. Get healthy, man. It's been anything a, we can do. Yeah, anything. Just let us know. You could also spend, send us some Springtown stuff. I'm just saying. No, anyway. Uh, so yeah, we haven't really talked about him, but, but but Graham fans, it's not because we think less of them. The schedule's coming to where we will start talking to them. Yeah. They've got Iowa Park, Mineral Wells. They've got the two Wichita Falls. Uh, they've got Midland Greenwood, who is zero and two, but they're going to score a hundred points a game. And and they've got a Sweetwater team that. Might be a little bit better. This 3A, 4A Division two. we thought Graham would walk through, and I still think they will win comfortably. But it does look like there might be a little bit more competitiveness. But I, I like, I'm like i like you. I think Graham kind of announces their offense on the stage this week. Yeah, I, I think it all comes down to Ty Thompson, man. Quarterback, he's a, you know, when you have a great quarterback like that, they're hard, you're hard to beat, yeah. right? And I think Ty Thompson is going to be a household name in Class 4A before the year's done. All right, I Co- think I even said that in the uh, preseason shows, but I, I solidified. When you throw 530 yards in two games and then run for 220, 
I, I, in two games? And I mean, come on. Fact is, we have two quarterbacks who both have thrown for 500. Right. But I think yes. Graham's defense is – I'm not going to say they're going to shut down Evans and that crew, but I think that they – I think they contain Glenn Rose enough to, to where they can win. And I think they win comfortably. Yeah. All right, Coach X has this to say. Grant, nicely done, my friend. Thank you. You Appreciate don't even it. know why. Oh, I don't know. He's I just... talk about you bite. You buy in the very next show, you work Graham on the run sheet. So it's on right. again. Egg rolls and sugar biscuits for everybody. Sugar biscuits, underrated food. I've been to that uh, Chinese restaurant in Graham. Is it good as he says? Pretty good. Yeah, Pretty good. Legitimately off the air, he's talked about how that's a really good place. Yeah. Graham is cooking on offense like the chef frying up those egg rolls at Golden China. Glenn Rose has a really nice county gel and detox tank. How do I know? Shut up, Terry. Steers over Tigers. All right. Mm, Somerville County detox tank. How That's do you know? He just said it. Is that how y'all met? Is that how Coach no, X he came to it. be? Why would I know? He just said it. And uh, I, was I just know him. there was that one night, three in the morning, I'm getting a lot of Glen Rose area code phone calls, and I never figured it out who or it was. Is it Summer Ball or Summerville? No, it's, Summer Ball. Is it Summer Ball? I don't know. Do you anyway. Google? Not that important. All right. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, Summerville, Summerball. The matchup I, I know outside of Glen Rose is the Loco Coyote. And that's the place you want to be for a good chicken fried steak. Okay. So that steak. sounds like that's how you end up in the Summerville County Jail is be at the Loco Coyote. It could be from what I've heard. Several people right, talk about that. Let's go to what I think, even though the record for Decatur is 0 2, I think the game of the week in 4A. Stephenville versus Decatur. Boy, we almost went to this yeah. one. Yeah. Stephenville's defense has been really tough. Uh, their quarterback, Ron Gafford, uh, has been really good. Tristan Gentry at running back. Tate Maruska at running back. That's a tough, tough assignment for this Decatur defense that had trouble with the Anna offense, which is really darn good. Yeah. But Decatur's got a running back in uh, uh, Nate Palmer, which is probably one of the best in Class 4A. Landon Phelps at receivers, pretty good as well. So, Stephenville against the two 5A teams, Midlothian Heritage and Everman, have scored 14 and 28 points. Does that or, Yeah, 28 points. Does that concern you? No, it doesn't. Because Heritage... Is really good. Really good. And really defensive. And they turn the ball over a lot. That's concerning. And Turning the ball over against Everman, that's concerning. But I think they could have put up four to five touchdowns without the turnovers against Everman. So I'm not as concerned. I'm concerned that Stephen Bell's turning the ball over and not taking care of the football because that's what you've got to do at the end of the day. But I think if you take those turnovers – out of the equation, then I think Stephenville puts up way more points than that. Uh, I think what's more impressive is the Stephenville defense holding Everman to that output. Yeah. Right? I, no, I agree. I have Decatur in this one. I have Stephenville. And I'm going to go. This is so cliche. They're at home, and I just don't see Decatur going 0-3. Well, look for it. Decatur's going to be 0-3. <laughs> Why are you talking smack? Look, Stephenville's got to load up. They're going to make anybody but Nate Palmer beat them. Yeah, that's a good I, point. I really that's a good think point. that's what they're going to do. Oh, that's and, their intention, at least. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. And Stephenville offensively, look, if Anna moved the ball, I think Stephenville can move the ball. Are they going to be able to move the ball and put the points up that Anna did? Maybe not. Because Anna, right now, dude, offensively, yeah. dude, I am telling you, that's a different animal right now. But I think Stephenville's close to that. Right. So I think Stephenville beats Decatur. 
I don't know what the margin is. Uh, I I think it's going to be a really close game. Wouldn't be surprised to see Decatur win this oh, game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know you know that. I know you're not thinking like this is a walkover or anything. No, not by any last means. Year, this game was, wins. This, last year, this game was 52-34, so that just shows you the difference in right. the calendar year. Yeah. All right, Coach X says, where's the game at? Is it in Stephenville? Nope. Is there a pregame show at the Hard Eights barbecue? Nope. There oh, should th- there eight. should Tastes be. Tastes like lighter fluid. Yeah, you're not a big fan of it. Well, and they cut all the bark. <laughs> yeah, you, that's something you don't like. <laughs> He's choking Excuse up just me. even talking about no, it. No, you ever just choke on air? Like on air, not on air. So finally, you know what I mean? so finally, the alcohol has <laughs> taken your body over so much that oxygen is I'm, killing you. I'm not on alcohol right now. You're going to be like Smash Mouth lead singer? <laughs> Googling Smash. I know who Smash that. He just smash died because of a bad liver. Anyway, okay. um, there should be good barbecue and free Keystone from a keg hell of a night. Oh, and there will be a football game to follow. Check all the boxes. Jackets roll to the win. All right, so let's oh. go now down into our favorite part. Well, one of our favorite parts. West Orange Stark versus PNG, a game that it's we were only at. only because you like the barbecue crabs. Dude, that was really good. Well, no, I like it is. And can you... <laughs> Those barbecue crabs, man. West Orange Stark, a game down there. Get those barbecue crabs for the game. And then you got like peanut oil bubbling out of your forehead. (laughs) Yeah, because it's still humid and hot down there. (laughs) You know, this was a game last year that, I mean, we were right in that West Orange Stark wasn't West Orange Stark, but... We were all like, man, if they're struggling against this Port Nature's Grove team, geez. And then Port <laughs> and then they Grove roll off yeah. a state championship appearance. Yeah, they go 13 but and 2. But did they not did PNG not have the size that you look for in a finalist? No. They did. They had the offensive line. Yeah. That was the best offensive line I saw all of last year. I mean, we we they had lost to Memorial. And Memorial's a six A school. Fort Arthur Memorial is a six A school. Yeah. Uh, but we watched them against West Orange Stark and and we, they kind of muddled through. But but also that's also the game. I can't think of the guy's name. That's also the game. I think it's Shea Adams, if it, if it wasn't I'm wrong. But whoever it was, they kind of found that, hey, that guy's a go daddy. And they kind of rode him into the rest of the year and he ended up yeah. putting up amazing numbers. The rematches this year, I don't think Pleasant or Pleasant. I don't think Port Nature's Grove is as good. They've literally basically did exactly what they did last year. They lost to Memorial. They mm-hmm. did hold them to 24. Uh, they beat United out of Beaumont 45 to 14 last year. They beat them 49 to nothing. In saying all that, I still think PNG names their score in this one. I don't know if they name their score. Look, West Orange starts quarterback Marcus Turner. He's a true dual threat quarterback. And then they got two really good receivers in Nicholas Crossan and uh, Tayden Peralt. Uh, I think this is closer. I think West Orange Stark scores more points this year than what they I did last that. year. I agree with that. And I think their defensive line's going to be able to take a little bit more control. Uh, over this game, but I still think PNG wins, but I think it's a lot closer, and I would not be shocked to see the Mustangs pull it out, but I'm taking PNG as well. All right. Coach X says, the battle of the alphabets here. Did you know they're trying to change how we say the alphabet, like the rhythm and the beat? Why do you ask? Because kids think that <laughs> LMNO is one letter, L-M-N-O-P. To this I say it's not my fault. 
You don't say dumbass kindergarten kid. Those are four letters, not one. You're not you're not reading bastard. No, shut up and go get a job. Coach X, 2024. Great now. The alphabet is stuck in my head. Thanks for that, Terry. Yes, you did. Give me West Orange start. I told you he's been really on point this year. Yeah, right. real um <laughs> what? A real um just I don't know. This is a great message to all the children yeah. out there. <laughs> you not you reading bastard. Non reading bastard. Go get a job. Make right. America great again. You <laughs> non reading bastard. <laughs> all right. How about Cameron versus Waco Connolly? Give me Connolly in this one. But if uh, Connolly struggled on defense a little bit last week, yeah. they're going to struggle a little bit. But I still think Connolly outscores uh, Cameron and wins this one by. Eight to thirteen points. Yeah, we Seven talked to thirteen. We talked a little bit about this game on the three A show, and I agree with you one hundred percent. I think they're going to win. But I think Cameron Yo is going to still score points, and we're going to. I think that's going to be the thing all year till, till we get to the playoffs with Conley. Yeah. Can they? You don't have to be shut down defense, but can you not allow everybody to score forty? When same thing with Bushland in three A, you've got to figure out how to plug the holes well enough to give your offense a chance to get a couple scores up because that's where you're going to win and lose the game. All right. How about Midland Christian versus Pleasant Grove? Uh, one o'clock Saturday over in uh, uh, Prosper at that brand new, almost brand new, uh, just palace of a stadium. Kevin McPherson and I are going to go to that one on Saturday. So if you see us there, say hi. Run we'll away. probably, huh? What? <laughs> Did you run. say run away? Yeah, run away. <laughs> if you see y'all run away. Oh, okay. Anyway, I thought you were calling Kevin a runaway. He's a little runaway. Uh, uh, he escaped New Boston as fast as he could. But. Wow. So now you're knocking our New Boston fans. No, on Kevin McPherson. Well, no, I, I I put out the bet that we don't have any New Boston fans. Why would they listen I would to probably, a state football show? Why would show? they listen to a 4A show, too? Right? Uh, yeah, maybe. All right. Stupid. Anyway, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, Pleasant Grove will name their score. Kevin and I will be leaving this game at halftime, and only because it's – 35 to nothing in at the end of the first quarter and we're like hey maybe we should go back get some drinks and then watch the texas game in pregame four hours early yeah yeah i i like pleasant grove in this game i kind of actually agree with with coach x here these dudes couldn't find a game closer like at all did josh gibson just throw a dart at a map of texas and said wherever this hits this is who we're playing midland well, damn, I was aiming at Como Picton, Josh. I doubt Como Picton would play you. Call Clarksville or Detroit next time. He, me, me and him have got this big running Detroit. You too. We just, for some reason, Detroit's been talked about. Not. I think Como Picton's funnier, though. Got a bunch of um, dairy farms out there. Yeah. You know, yanking on teats and not playing football. There, you just gave Coach X his search engine for the night. How <laughs> 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 Hamster.com, yanking on teats. <laughs> Farmer, FarmersOnly.com. Terry's mama it. shows up. Oh, hey, oh, hey. I'm sorry. Wow. That was too against your mom. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, you for real? can't say anything about my mom. She's having surgery on her wrist tomorrow. So, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, oh, least, you boy, you better be lucky. You I'm, have I to wait so at least. I want to say. I mean, the bro code is you've got to wait. It's dice I'm talking about. 
Does. Two seasons, two football seasons before you can make a joke about my mom because of surgery. Okay, right. <laughs> it's like a South Park role. Is it funny yet? All right, and let me finish where where we were. Oh, okay. How about uh, Brock and Wimbledon? Hang on, we gotta finish what he said. Oh, sorry. Like for real, do you know where Midland is? It's the first time we've ever cut in front of Coach X, and you forgot about him. It's pretty far from Texarkana. Maybe they should teach the study of maps at Howard Payne. Wow, Ooh. taking shots at Coach Gibson and the college. Anyway, I, I'm taking the Hawks. I, we're all taking the Hawks. All right, you want to finish with Brock? versus Wimberley? Yeah, Brock and Wimberley. Um, what a game this is going to be. I think this is going to be a classic. You and I are classic. very different on this one, yeah. I know. I'm right, you're wrong. Probably. But it's cool. Um, it's cool. <laughs> it's good. It it's happens. good. <laughs> um, I think Wimberley's going to win it, but I think it comes down the last couple minutes. This Brock defense is special. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. I just think against Wimberley, they're not going to be able to stop them enough because oh. it's Wimberley. Well, yeah, I, I think that in the end, but it's going to come down to one possession. I, I still Late. I, I still think – I, I think it's a close game through most of the game. I, I'm not, I don't think Wimberley jumps out and wins 35-7. to seven. I, I kind of see Look, it a lot like Stover, last year. I think the quarterback for Wimberley is going to push them ahead, mm -hmm. but I, I think Brock limits him enough. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I hope it happens. What was that? Oh, just intern now. Oh. He's really proud of his note to you. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that is going to do it for week three. We keep telling y'all folks every week it's a running lane. And y'all, hey, this season's going by fast. Next time we talk, we're going to be talking week four football. That's crazy to me. That's next Tuesday. Exactly. Good job, buddy. Thank you. Your kindergarten is working out. Don't let Coach X teach you and tell you you're a non-reading bastard, you son of a bitch. Anyway, we want to thank our sponsors who probably are shaking their head in shame right now. SI Design and Printing. Uh, they're our title sponsor. Small Town Society. Find them at shopsmalltownsociety.com. Also, Power Plus Mouthguard. Find them at powerplusmouthguard.com. Uh, if you see the table, we have all these cool stuff. If you'd like to send us a hat, a towel, a sticker, a football, just email us, grantanterry at s2ssport.com, and we'll tell you how to get to us. Until next week, he's Grant. I'm Terry. This is Side on the Sideline 4A Style on L4 Media. Yeah,